Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. Follow me on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Folks, it's all going down at the FanDuel Sportsbook and Lounge at Live Casino, where you can get in on all the action this football season. Bet on your teams with a sportsbook rep or at our self-service kiosks, and then jump into the stadium on our giant 40-foot video wall. How's that for a touchdown? Join your friends at Live Casino Pittsburgh, Route 30 at the Westmoreland Mall. Bet, watch, and win. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I am putting the finishing touches on my article for the week. It is going to be a deep dive into the Steelers' inside linebackers. Um, but we have this this Wednesday. I'm recording it on Tuesday. Wednesday is always kind of a transition day. The first two days, we kind of talk about what happened. Next two days, we talk about what could happen coming up. So... We haven't done this in a while, and it's coming down to playoff time. So I went to theathletic.com. Tuesdays have power ranks everywhere, of course. Randomly kind of picked theirs, but they do a good job, and there's some good information on these. And I just wanted to give you my thoughts on their power ranks, you know, and we'll obviously stress where the Steelers are heavily, who the garbage teams in the league are, who the elite teams are. This isn't necessarily who's going to the playoffs. And let us let me pull back the curtain here. So back to my ESPN days, I've done a lot of power ranks. ESPN, I did them every week. In different stops since then, I've done them often. This year, I have only done two or three. But the way I do power ranks, and I think the only way they should be done, is how good is this team right now? I always kind of make the joke. Like, if these two teams were to play... 111 game series in Wichita, Kansas, middle of nowhere, who comes out on top? So I don't want to hear, well, the Jets beat this team three weeks ago, but you have them above them. Things change quick. You know, that stuff all factors in. These aren't my power ranks, so I'm going to have the ability to not get criticized and criticize someone else. Instead, fine by me. So let's, we always count them down 32 to 1. 32. And I couldn't agree more. I'm a little shocked that they're this low in the Denver Broncos. They have to be. I mean, Houston has dominated the 32nd spot of late. We'll get to them. But what Denver did against the Rams was as embarrassing a game as I've ever seen. I mean, they've at least had a defense, which has kept them out of this situation. Fire their head coach on Christmas, deservedly so, was well over his head. The Russell Wilson trade might go down as one of the worst trades in the history of the league when you factor in what they gave up, what that pick turned into, and then having to pay him and being married to him. Like, this is going to be the least desirable job of all 32 teams. I mean, this is miserable. New ownership, you don't really know what you're getting from them. what they walk into? I mean, they'll make money either way. But still, Denver is a miserable, <clears throat> miserable organization that gets to go to Kansas City next week. <laughs> Houston's at 31. Um, That might be a little rough on the Texans. They really don't have talent. Um, But these past three weeks, again, how they're playing right now. They got their second win of the year. And the two weeks before that, they played Dallas and Kansas City really tough. This is a very physical team that at least is building some attitude. I mean, not a lot of wins. Again, 2-12-1. Right now, they have the first pick in the draft. So, I guess I can't fight that. Um, I thought about this next team maybe should be 31, Arizona. They're miserable as well. I mean, they're on their third quarterback. Their GM is taking a medical leave. There's all kinds of 
off-the-field stuff swirling around this team. When's Kyler going to come back? But I will say this past week, they showed some pride. You know, they they hung around on a national TV game and were competitive against a team that's probably going to be overrated here in Tampa Bay. But these three teams are all pretty miserable, as are the Colts. Watching them last night, not bad. I mean, not much to hang your hat on here. They just keep trying quarterbacks. I don't know what Saturday's brought to the equation. They're 29th. These teams are all miserable. I mean, these are all bad football teams. At least the Colts have a defense. They don't even have Jonathan Taylor at this point, but they didn't put up a whole lot of fight, and they're a bad team. The Bears, I'm glad they're this high because, I mean, as you probably know, they have the second pick in the draft, which is great for the Steelers in the second round. Bears are 3-12. and 12. Um, Fields didn't light it up this week, but they've been competitive time and time again. And they have a bad roster, too. I mean, I bet a lot of you can't name me 10 Bears. And they don't have receivers. Their O-line is in is very untalented. Their best defensive players like Roquan and Quinn, they shipped off. So times will be better for the Bears. they got a ton of cap space. They're going to have early picks. I think they have a quarterback. I think they have a head coach. But this is a rough year. And as currently constructed, they should be this low. The Falcons come in at 27. Um, they've made the, the move to Ritter. They're another team that is just very lacking in talent. Just a bad roster, especially with Pitts being injured. I mean, he's one of their few blue chip type talents. Um, they run the ball voluminously, as I love to say, and they do it rather well. But it's really the only thing they do well, and they've basically been figured out. They were 27. Rams up to 26. Maybe better. And I often say, you know, December is about head coaches. And the Rams have been destroyed with injuries after being the, you know, the, the luckiest injury team in the league going into this year. The last few years, they've been very, very fortunate with injuries. Well, it all crashed down this year. And they also kind of got old and they have some holes in that roster. But they've been really competitive the last couple weeks, getting guys like Akers on track and Mayfield and, you know, Bobby Wagner still leading the defense without Aaron Donald. So they obviously just wiped the floor with the 32nd team in the league. Um, I don't think I have a problem with the Rams being there. This might shock you guys, but I'm not going to disagree. Cleve Brownies at 25. They're 6-9. and nine. I think they've scored three touchdowns with Deshaun Watson as their quarterback. They're not running the ball as well as they did. Defense can't stop the run all year. They're on their, like, fifth linebackers, you know, true linebackers. This is not a good football team right now at all. A lot of talk of maybe a head coaching change in Cleveland, which I could probably make a case for and against that. But this team that went all in this year didn't get anything out of it, and I don't think their roster will be as good next year as it is now. So... They took their shot, and they need to get Watson rolling, obviously. We'll see if that happens at all this year. The Saints just went into Cleveland, and they looked like the cold-weather team, not the team from New Orleans. You know, I mean, they were physical, ran the football. Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper don't like the weather, by the way. That's a problem when you play in Cleveland. The Saints are in trouble. You know, they also went all in this year. Two first-round picks, always up against the cap. Winston's their only quarterback under contract for next year. They have some age, you know, and guys that they count on. 
So I guess they should be 24. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about their division. I would probably have them third in the division, that awful NFC South, ahead of the Falcons, as the Athletic does here. So I'm cool with that, I guess. The Vegas Raiders, I don't know what else we have to say about them. Talked a lot about them. You saw the game live. Very stars and scrubs-like roster. They have some real good players, but they've drafted so poorly the last couple years that they don't really have a middle class or a group of young second, third-year stars to build around. Um, I don't know. I don't think there'll be a coaching change there, but boy, the blown leads is remarkable. I mean, remarkable. Fourth quarter blown leads is as bad as you'll see. So they're 23rd. That'd be lower to me, if anything. Tennessee at 22. You just lost the Texans. You're starting Malik Willis right now, who is way in over his head. They still can win their division. Strangely, in case you don't know this, the this upcoming game doesn't matter at all for Tennessee or the Jags. And they play each other in week 18, which really is... A playoff game, you know, so this game really doesn't matter. They may sit Henry and Simmons and a lot of those type of dudes and come back strong the next week and try to get in the playoffs, but I really hope they don't. I don't want to watch them. This is a bad team that I predicted would be even worse than they were. I give Vrabel all the credit in the world for even keeping them at seven and eight, but boy, the last month and a half has been dismal. Carolina Panthers at 21. They played poorly against your Steelers. But since Steve Wilkes has taken over, this has been a highly competitive team. They ran the ball like crazy this past week. The week before, Steelers shut down their run game completely. Week before that, they ran the ball like crazy in Seattle. So they're a good running team, and the Steelers' performance against them looks even better now than it did then. Sam Darnold, believe it or not, is playing pretty well. Uh, the defense is very good, in my opinion. They throw a lot at you. They're well coached. I think I would have Carolina higher. And of all the teams we talked about, they're clearly the best one so far. No doubt about that. Uh, who's next? The Patriots. I'd take the Panthers over the Patriots. I mean, I have respect for Belichick, but he's not fixing this thing, particularly the offense. They, I think they broke Mac, Mac Jones in his second season. The passing game as a whole is a disaster. Um, I really do like their defense still, but they are short on weapons. They have not team built very well at all. They're seven and eight, but I would put them behind Carolina for sure. So Steelers are at 19. I'm a homer. I'll admit that. I mean, I'm a, I, I do a lot of work for Steelers.com. I'm close to the team. But if you look at how these teams are playing right now, you can't tell me there's 18 teams in the league better than the Steelers. And so what we'll do, why don't we take a break there for the pod, come back, and we'll go all the teams above the Steelers. Who do I think the Steelers are better than? My Steelers D has been outstanding. Um, yeah, they let up rushing yards against Atlanta in the second half and certainly against Baltimore. But since the bye, their D has been really, really good. The offense is coming around. So I think 19 is rather disrespectful when you've, when you've played as well as you have over the last month plus. More than a month. I mean, almost two months. So quick break. We will be back in a moment. 
All right. Seattle at 18. I'm sorry, no. Steelers are a better team than Seattle. I have no doubt in my mind about that. Seattle started very strong. Geno Smith was excellent to start the season. But right now, their defense is a nightmare. They also are 7-8. and eight. They don't have Tyler Lockett. They're not running the ball like they did to begin the season. They were a good story. The Pete Carroll kept the float, but they have crashed back down to earth. I really hope we don't see them in the playoffs, to be honest with you. I don't think we will. Now, this one makes me crazy. Tampa Bay at 17. They are not good. Their line is a disaster. Brady's not what he used to be, but because he's Brady, he can at least get the ball out of his hands since they don't block anybody. They don't run well. They're not coached well. Bad game management. They're... Stars are aging. Defense is fine. I guess, I think, it, I think Carolina's better than Tampa in that division. I'm certain the Steelers are better than Tampa. I mean, Tampa to me is like the 22nd best team. It's just a lot of respect for what they have been, which isn't how I do it. You know, I mean, uh, power ranks are all about what you are right now, and they are a bad team right now. Washington at 16. Steelers would be favored against Washington on a neutral field. No doubt in my mind. Um, they are going back to Wentz. I have no problem with that. Heineke is what he is. He is a backup. They have some weapons. They have a D-line. It's been a solid season for that team, 7-7-1, seven, seven, and one, considering ownership, considering the roster. But they're a borderline type of team. I mean, they're a middling team at best. I, again, would have the Steelers clearly ahead of Washington. I would also have the Steelers ahead of the Giants, although I have massive respect for what Dayball has done there. Talk about not having talent. He's gotten a lot out of Daniel Jones. Their receivers are horrible. Their secondary is horrible. They have a good defensive front, well coached on both sides of the ball, 8-6-1, and one, which is remarkable. But I don't think they're better than the Steelers. On a neutral field, I think the Steelers beat the Giants more often than they lose. I really do. The Jets at 14. Okay, this is about where I'll put the Steelers. I'm not certain that the Jets are better than the Steelers. I know they played earlier in the year, but times have changed dramatically. This is a good, a really, really good defense. They're 7-8. and eight. They have crashed drastically of late. Totally understand that because their quarterback play is a disaster. Wilson really looks like a bust. Um, I think White definitely gives them their best chance to win, and I think he's coming back. So the Mike White-led Jets, I will put over the Steelers. The Wilson-led Jets, I will not. He is a problem, to say the least. So they were 14. Lions at 13. They just got smoked by Carolina. Now, they're a young, growing team. I'm not going to kill them for one stumble, you know, one stub of the toe. That's not the end of the world to me. So I will put the Lions ahead of the Steelers as well. Goff's had a really good year, but he's kind of a fair-weather quarterback. Dome, you know, not going to put the team on his back, but he doesn't have to. they got great weapons. They have a great, a great line. 
defense needs a lot of work, and I'm sure this offseason, quarterback aside, will all be about defense. Miami at 12. I suppose with Tua, I don't think he's going to play this week. It'll be Bridgewater. But their defense is solid. They've lost four in a row. I mean, compare that to what the Steelers have done over the last month plus. I guess I'll put Miami ahead of the Steelers, but that's the that's the league that I think the Steelers are in, and I don't think the rest of the the, the nation realizes it. They're in that Jets, Dolphins, Lions type tier, which is 12, 13, 14th best team in the league. How they're playing now. Miami's not playing well right now, and in a way they've been a little bit figured out. They don't have a run game to lean on. I'm sure that'll be their offseason priority. Jacksonville at 11, 7 and 8. This might be a little rich. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Jags fan. I hope I'm a Lawrence fan. I like their coach. I like their young guys that they're building around. Yeah, I'll put them ahead of the Steelers. But if the Jags and Steelers play 10 times, it's probably 5-5, five, 6-4, five, something like that. But I definitely want them to go to the playoffs. I want to watch the Jags. I don't want to watch the Titans. I'm not sure they're the 11th best team in the league. That's a little rich, but okay. Chargers are 10. And it wasn't always pretty. It was more on their defense last night. But they played a bad team and didn't have to take a lot of chances. I would probably have them higher. I have real coaching disputes, concerns with the Chargers but I adore their quarterback. Bosa should be back. You know, Derwin James gets kicked out of that game. He was making plays all over the field. I would have them certainly ahead of a couple teams coming up. So 10's a little unkind to the Chargers for me. Yeah, they're better than Green Bay. Green Bay's at nine. I know they're playing better. Rodgers looks good, but not elite. I would have the Chargers three or four, or out of the Packers three or four spots lower than this. Um, that was a big win. Defense is mind-boggling to me, though. I mean, it's been like in the like in the last twelve. I'm not looking at it. Every first-round pick the Packers have used has been on defense, except for Jordan Love, and their defense is below average. Like that can't happen, you know. I mean, that can't happen. At least they're having some weapons develop. But I would definitely have the Chargers over the Packers. Uh, I guess I don't know about Miami, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, Detroit. So I guess I would have the Packers 10. But I don't really think they're a contender. Ravens at 8. Okay. However, we're going to call them at 8 without Lamar or 8 with Lamar. I don't think Lamar's going to play this week, but it's... Tuesday, early afternoon, I have no real strong indicators. He certainly makes a difference. Their passing game, no matter what, is horrific, though. Their their defense is tremendous. We know about their running game. They're always fantastic on special teams. So I guess eight is fine. I don't think they're a contender, though. I I can't, you know, create the story where the Ravens win the Super Bowl. But I guess they're better. Eh, I would have the Chargers over the Ravens. I, I really would. I think the Chargers are a better football team right now than Baltimore. But so I, I guess I'd have Baltimore nine instead of eight. So, you know, we're splitting hairs. A lot more Baltimore stuff coming up later in the week. How about your 12 and three Vikings at seven? I think that's right. I think the Vikings are similar to the Ravens Chargers, not a tier one team. Lucky's a bad word, 
But oh my gosh, are they lucky? <laughs> I mean, they have they've set the record for win uh, one score wins in NFL history already. I mean, that there's an art to it, but there's also bounces, and they've gotten the bounces at the right time. I also don't think they're a contender, but a phenomenal year. I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but they're playing Green Bay next week, and the Packers are favored. You know, like. Vegas knows these things. They don't care what your win-loss total is. They care how well you're playing now and how much how you match up against your opponent. So I'm fine with them being seven. I would think a lot of you would say, shouldn't they be two or three? I mean, they have a great record. Eh, I don't think so. Dallas at six. Getting over some defensive injuries. Dax turned the ball over a little more than usual of late. But I am not super concerned about this group. I think they're very talented. Parsons is a total stud. They have a lot of weapons on offense. I think six is a very good spot for them. I would not have them behind anyone that we've mentioned to this point. I think they're better than Baltimore. I think they're better than the Chargers. Clearly better than Green Bay. But just knowing who these top five are going to be, they would clearly be six. Niners come in at five. They are a nightmare to play against. Far and away the best defense in the league. Far and away. The quarterback situation is really the only thing that's concerning. But he's played well, and they're destroying teams left and right with Brock Purdy. I probably would have the Niners a little higher than this. But I get putting them five. I mean, we know who the top four are going to be. It's going to be in some order. Philly, Buffalo, Kansas City, and Cincinnati. I think I... We would have to put the Niners five because those teams are so strong. But, boy, I would not want to play the Niners if I was anyone. I mean, they are extremely difficult to play against. Now Kittle's stepping up like crazy. The Eagles are at four. And in a little way, I'm going to talk out of two sides of my mouth here because I think they should be one. But Hertz isn't there, and they just lost. But that's a very temporary thing, the Hertz situation. And they easily could have beat Dallas this past week with Minshew, who's a phenomenal backup slash borderline starter. I think the Eagles are the best team in the league. I think they have the best chance to win the Super Bowl. They have the fewest holes on their roster. They can play it any way you want. You want to run it down their throats, they will. If you if they want to throw it down your throats, they will. Their run defense is greatly improved. Probably think that's coach of the year. 13-2. and two. I mean, they're dynamite. Cincy at three. I think I would have Cincy number one in the AFC. So they would probably be number two for me. Burrow's been remarkable. Um, you know, the second half got away from them a little bit, but they're still 11 and four. I absolutely think they're a true contender. Their defense is unbelievably well coached. They're tough. They can run, they can throw. Again, Burrow's a star. I would have the Bengals over the top two. They have the Bills 2, Kansas City 1. We're splitting hairs. I mean, these are phenomenal teams with phenomenal quarterbacks. They've had a lot of success lately. My worries with the Bills, and again, these are kind of rich guy problems. If Diggs doesn't blow up, they're just okay with other playmakers. Like, you know, they, they Davis is not a great player. Tight end running back situation isn't great. The O-line is below average. 
They're down Vaughn Miller, but it's still a very good defense. So I think that they, like Baltimore, ask a little too much of their superstar quarterback, and that's just kind of a hard thing to bet on time and time again. Some of that's true with Mahomes as well, but no respect to Lamar or especially Allen. Mahomes is the best player on the planet and is now an easy MVP candidate he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks that's ever lived. And I'm not sure he's even hit his prime yet. They do miss Tyreek Hill. There's no question about that. They are doing, they're running the ball a little more. They're playing with two and three tight ends a little more. So they're, they've done things differently, but Mahomes and Reed are Bradshaw Knoll. I mean, they're Belichick Brady. I mean, it's a remarkable combination that makes up for all problems. Um, their special teams aren't great. Okay, but they have Mahomes. So I would go Eagles, Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, uh, then I guess the Niners. As the, and Dallas, I guess, would round out the top tier. I'm not sure if Dallas should be in Tier 1 or Tier 2. But back to the Steelers real quick. I mean, those teams... The Vikings, the Ravens, Green Bay, the Chargers, I think are all clearly better than the Steelers. That's 10 teams, folks. 10. Ones I can make a case both ways, but I gave the other team the benefit of the doubt. Jacksonville, Miami, the Lions, the Jets, and that's it. So, at worst, I think the Steelers are the 15th best team in the league. At best... They're 11th. It's pretty good. Or 10th. I mean, I, I think they could be better than the Packers. So, as it sits right now, and I don't think they're going to the playoffs, I think the Steelers are somewhere between the 10th and 15th best team in the league. It's pretty promising, considering where they were. So, that's a wrap. Fun one today. Once in a while, we do a little something different. Over and out. Over and out.